Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Extra Innings Podcast, powered by the Intermission Sports. I'm joined by Evan and a new guy, Cole. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, I'm good, Thomas. How, how are you guys doing? Doing excellent. Doing excellent, despite, you know, recent Jays struggles, Close. you know. Yeah. yeah. There's been a, swept the Phillies, but, you know. There's been a lot of stuff going on with the Jays recently. Like, we felt like we were on top of the world till about, like, 15 games ago. Then I think we went, like, 2-14 and during that span, something like that. Something terrible. And a lot of stuff happened. It led to Charlie getting fired. How do you guys feel about, you know, the Charlie firing? Well, uh, let's just say it was a crazy time, to say the least. You know, I felt like it was a great change of scenery. Um, It was definitely long overdue. It just came at an unexpected time, you know especially right before the all-star break, um, right before their, right after their coach, their first base coach's daughter passed away. He was away from the team. So, you know, it's just been kind of a weird few weeks for the Blue Jays. And for that to be the cherry on top was, uh, it was a bit shocking, but I think it'll be a great change of culture for the team and it'll create a new bounce back for the team going forward. And, I hope you know, it it's, it's something that we need. I hope it does. It feels like some of the players, you know, weren't really high on Montoya. Like, did you see, like, Bichette's and Springer's comments after it? Like, Bichette, what did he say? I just know that he was, like, kind of like – It was time for a change, something like that, yeah. basically. They lost the room. He lost the room completely from what I heard. And, like, there's a bunch of, like, anonymous quotes out there. But, you know, the moment that really – I before they even fired him, the day before they fired him, they were playing the Phillies um, in, in game one of that series. And there was a moment, and I was like, if there's any moment to fire Charlie Montoyo, it would be after this game because he didn't listen to his first baseman when Vladdy said that he didn't touch the bag on the throwdown to first. And he didn't listen to him. He challenged the call anyways, thinking Vladdy might just be too humble. Even though Vladdy said, don't challenge it. What are you doing? He was definitely safe. (laughs) And then immediately in the next two innings, three plays go against the Jays that they could have challenged. But because Charlie made a dumb decision – they couldn't challenge and get back the, and get back three plays that would have helped them. And even though they still won, like that could have been a much easier win if any of those calls go the Jays' way. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's uh, it kind of seems like the story of the year, you know, just making bad calls at the wrong times and honestly, kind of costing the Blue Jays going forward. So I think just a new change in town because he was just he felt like he was too nice on the players, more of a players' coach there for Vladdy, there for the big guys, oh. but. As a team collectively, there's there's no real uh, uplift of Montoyo. So I think I think it'll be a great change for him. Hundred percent. And like, was, thing is, it's like, players too, like, yeah, like he he yeah, you guys are right. He felt like a player coach almost. And it's like, I don't know. It's just some of the decisions that I've seen him make, especially in games where it's like I I get it. Like it's tough to make the right decisions sometimes, but like. Mm-hmm. I felt like he was way too in love with Thornton and Thornton is not that good at all. Like, that's just one thing. Then like, I don't know. I'm kind of glad, but we're going to stick. I'm pretty sure we're sticking with Snyder for the rest of the year, even though someone like, you know, uh, yeah. Girardi or Madden is available. I'm pretty sure we're sticking with Snyder throughout the rest of the year, which is Madden fine. Might be going forward too. Cause he knows this I'm, team well. And I'm fine like, with that. I also thought it was hilarious that Cito Gaston was in the building the night Charlie got fired. Yeah, I saw that. That was and I crazy. saw somebody call back for Gibby, which would have been insane. Electric. I also saw Russell Martin, oh, but yeah, I, I miss I miss Gibby so much as our oh, manager. His trots out. His trots out. It's just like dunk, 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 we dunk. need a guy just like that. 
Yeah. Just and then like it, that. And his post-game interviews were legendary. His feet on the mm-hmm. back of his desk just kicked back. Oh, like, yeah. Whatever. He had him right. talk in the Russell Martin tribute when they did the Russell Martin day there. Seeing him talk and make fun of him for himself for not being able to speak French. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Like, they, they did that Russell Martin tribute so impeccably. The Jays always do that so well. So and that was just an amazing tribute. It was a great sight to see. Yeah, and uh, I think right now, right now with the Jays, our top, honestly, our top issues are definitely in our bullpen and in our starters. Our pitching hasn't been that great at all, especially over the past month. What do you think the Jays should be more focused on this upcoming trade deadline? Getting like a solid starter because Kikuchi hasn't panned out, Ryu is out for the rest of the year, or like kind of adding a couple more pieces in the bullpen. If we like, I get both those are really important, but which one do you think the Jays should 100% hammer down on no matter what? Well, I think uh, our number one priority, honestly, would be to ramp up the bullpen. You know, Kikuchi has been struggling as of late and it's been pretty terrible to watch, you know. But I think with this Charlie thing, I'll happening and you know new coaches coming in you know maybe maybe it's just a new life for Kikuchi and just a new turnaround for him too so it's kind of prove it time for him either either make or break with him so I think you gotta ramp up the bullpen because as of the last month the ERA collectively has been like five and a half for the bullpen so that definitely needs to change immediately if the Jays want to make the playoffs or even further aspirations but I say you go out and get someone like uh even David or David Robertson from the Chicago Cubs, you know, yeah. obviously not an overpowering guy, but, you know, at his, uh, towards the end of his career, but the guy's having a fantastic year, you know, a sub two ERA. He's got a 12.3 case per nine. He's been very effective on that Chicago team that has not been too successful. So I think a guy like him, even a guy like uh, Daniel Bard on the Colorado Rockies, you know, a power arm out of their bullpen also towards the end of his career, but, he sits around the 97, 98 mile an hour range and again strikes a lot of guys out, sub two ERA, does not give up the long ball too much. So, and he stays within the strike zone. So, I think a couple guys like that and with just everyone staying healthy on the team would be something that the Jays would really need and something that they could use moving forward. I think you don't even necessarily need, well, I mean, I think you give your give Kikuchi a shot once he comes off the IL, uh, give him a reset under new management, and just see see how he feels if he really doesn't look great coming off the aisle or if it's like a lingering issue that's going to be longer then maybe you go out and get a starter but i honestly am very comfortable with just running a solid four-man rotation after the break of barrios gosman manoa and stripling and if kikuchi see how kikuchi does his fifth starter if it doesn't pan out max casillo has been doing fine you could go out and get another arm at the deadline but i think bullpen really has to be your crackdown spot i like both suggestions made by cole i think scott barlow i would love from the kansas city royals as a young fireballer as well that That flow flow is amazing um and i'd also like uh david bednar from the pirates who's having another great year uh would be also a great arm to add to a pen but i think that's that's your two areas you got enough offense on this team you got got yes you have their off nights every once in a while like the night we're recording this they only have one run so far but against the royals um, yeah we'll get to that later but (laughs) i don't think we're going to add anywhere on offense i don't see a hole in our offense at the that's at this time offensively like i know we thought maybe biggio wouldn't have that great of a year but he's been doing fine outfield's been hitting like i don't see the off like do you genuinely see a place where the jays would want to improve in the offense 
Like, mm. I genuinely don't see a spot the, right now. The only area I could see is if maybe we shipped someone like, you know, Guriel and maybe like one of our catchers like Moreno for like a Juan Soto type of deal. That's the only thing I could really see. Insane. Crazy. I would, I would, would love Juan Soto. That would like, be electric. Me and Cole have been talking about it a lot, but like we want to see Juan Soto in a Jays jersey. I don't think it'll happen. I highly, I highly, highly doubt. I highly, highly doubt, doubt it. it'll happen, but I, that's something I love to see. It's not something we really need at all, but it's something I just love to see. But, something that's just really crucial for this Jays lineup, I think, is just another left-handed bat because oh, this yeah. entire team is full of right-handed hitters, right? So it's like, you know, it's not, it wouldn't be bad to have one, two lefties, you know, in your lineup every once in a while because, you know, pitchers that, going up and seeing nine righties in a row, it's like, damn, they can kind of we, pitch the same to every single righty, you know. You know, a little mix-up is a little more of a, a mental game for the opposing team and kind of swims in their head a little bit. So Yeah, it's yeah, like Zach Collins – He's cooled down ever since the beginning of the season, which is unfortunate. Biggio has been – hasn't really just been the same over the past couple of seasons. Tapeo has been all right, but we need – yeah, I agree with you guys. But I think we Biggio's need at least – this year. Yeah, he's been all right. It's like he but, did start off like 0 for 30 this season with like 10 walks. He had like a zero average, but yeah. like a 350 on base. And you're like – That's the thing, I know. right? Like – Espinel's playing so well this year. He's been one of the clutchest hitters on the team by far. Yeah. Um, one left-handed bat up at Zeg for a while. And uh, Thomas, you, you know I, I would love this guy in a nice Jays uniform because I've been saying this for a long time now. I want Joey Votto on the Jays. Mm. Left-handed bat. I know he's not had a great year. Uh, but you could probably get it for pretty cheap just as an experiment. Absolutely. Thing Absolutely. is, Votto's like, got that no-trade clause. risk. Votto's got oh, that no-trade clause, so the only way he's coming is if he wants to come to Toronto. But, I mean, and come I, on. Why wouldn't yeah. he? Why like, wouldn't he? There's no reason. It's been written in the tea leaves forever that he was going to come like come play at least once for Canada. Like, he needs I would to at one point or another. It's been like, I would love it, and I feel like if he came to – I feel like it would kind of rejuvenalize his season if he came here too, honestly. I feel like a TikTok it, account. And oh, that's the mm, thing we need. The his legendary TikTok, TikTok account. I, <laughs> it's TikTok is something else, man. It's, oh, it's, man, it's comical. It is comical. <laughs> oh, it's he like, oh, it's so it's it's got like a good mix of boomer and funny with it. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty good. He's got that it's boomer so humor. Oh, he does the, have the boom. He is such a boomer. It's the I love dad boomer, energy though. this team needs. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, he needs it. He needs. That he needs the presence. daddy up for Vlad. He needs the daddy up for Bo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's need a big exactly. daddy for the team. We don't. 100%. That's something that we actually John lack with player. this team. When I think about it, veteran presence. We kind of lack that veteran yeah. presence. We got none of it, man. We got none of it. We got nothing. And that seems like a John Schneider type player. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just, he does. It he just seems fits. like he doesn't seem like too much of a hard ass, but he seems like someone that'll keep you in check and like yeah, just someone that'll kind of want to change the culture, the J- and change the, they, what guys bring in and the energy of the team. You know, that's just that's what they need—a little, a little kick and. Kicking the rear end, you know, just to get him going. Yeah, but uh, another you should be another couple another Sorry. couple arms. We we've kind of mentioned this too. Uh, the A's, the A. You know what's kind of funny about the A's? They have good. They have some decent pitchers on that team. They have some wow. decent pitchers on that team. Just no offense. Nothing. They have some great arms. Like you look they at do. their arms, and there's at like, least two or three guys that have sub four 
sub three and a half ERAs, but their would, their records are three and eight, Frank, two like, and seven. Yeah. Frankie like, Montez, ninety six innings pitched, a hundred Ks, three and nine with a three twenty six <laughs> ERA. Like that's terrible. That. Like that's just embarrassing. I feel I so bad for the guy, but he's someone that's I'd love to see in a Jays uniform. He's someone I'd love to see in a Jays uniform. But the thing is, when you don't play in Oakland. His I his bet. market's gonna be so hot. His market's mm-hmm. gonna be so hot. It's good. We're gonna have to. Yeah. I don't think we'd have to trade someone like Moreno, but we'd have to trade the next in line prospect. 100%. I think we. I think we would. We would have to because I think we'd have guys... to trade somebody like Logan Warmoth or something like that down in Triple A. You know, even uh, someone... what's our third baseman prospect again? What's his name? Groshans. He... Groshans. Jordan Groshans. Groshans. Been forever. I would. I wouldn't mind training Groshans for him. Whatever you do. I've been, I said it with Gabby before, and I'm saying it now. Don't trade Orelvis Martinez. Don't you dare. I do Don't like. Touch him I do like. Him. He's gonna be good. He's he's. If you're he's getting got a very high ceiling. Trade him. Don't like. Yeah. But I would. I would do Groshans for Frankie Montez. I, we got to improve this back end. Jay, Jays need to improve the back end of the rotation. They have to. One hundred percent. I when it comes to playoff time, if this team makes playoffs, which they better make the playoffs. Like the, those back end starters, like it can make a huge difference. Like we know that we will get a good performance from Gosman. We'll know that we'll know that we'll get a good performance from Noah. But then after that, we need we need a little more reassurance. I feel like I really feel like we do. What do you guys think about Luis Castillo? I, oh, I Luis Castillo as well. Three and four record. Me and Thomas were also talking about pitch. that today. Luis Castillo is another guy on the radar, 100%, that I feel like the Jays should definitely get on. And he's got – he's 29. He's got – he's on one – he's on the last year of his contract. But he goes in arbitration after this. So you could sign him to an extension. You could sign him to an extension. Or you could Votto. Yeah. Do it. Oh, Luis Castillo that, would vote for a prospect. That is Do genius. It. I like the way you think. I like that. that. Give me I really Lopez. like the way you think. Otto Lopez and Trent Thornton for Castillo and uh, Votto. Just or, anything to get Trent Thornton out of here. If they if they want anything. a starter, if they want a starter, we send the godsend himself, Anthony K. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> Anthony K. Get him out of here. Get get Anthony K out of here. It's the TJ Zoic move all over again. Oh my god, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. The guy that never goes away, Anthony K. TJ Zoic. One arm that I would love to have back in Toronto, though. And especially if he would sign, would be uh, hate me for saying this, but Noah Syndergaard, Angels, Angels selling. They're on a bit of a slump too. You know, if they're sellers, if they're, if they're sellers at the deadline, he's been dealing this year, and his yeah, record hasn't shown for it. His his numbers haven't really shown for it. You get someone in there trading for him, maybe throw another prospect. You know, maybe throw a Warmoth in there, throw a bench player in there. Why not? Right? Look better in blue. He yeah, but way better. better than red. That flow, that flow back in TO. Oh. Tell me you oh. wouldn't rate that. But the don't Jays dare get me excited for that. The Jays need to make a move. They have they to. Need if they don't make a move, up. if they don't make a move, I have no faith in it. It's this Atkins. Team. They usually do. It's, it, I know. It's, it's Shapiro and Atkins. They usually do. We can't. There's no way they're having a quiet deadline. Oh, no way. It, it can't no happen. Shot. It can't. Unless we win it, every game from here on out. If we win every game from here to the All Star break, then he doesn't make a move. But they did this. They did this firing for a reason at this time of the year. They're gonna make some moves. They got to make some moves right now. And I can tell them for a reason too. 
Like, what he, was that? He, cut out right there. he he has to be responsible. I I was just saying, Atkins told said that he was going to be held responsible for yeah. the the losing streak. So I know that was that was kind of a weird statement to release right after Char like right after Charlie got fired. It's like he's like, oh, I shoulder to blame, everything like that. But you know what? It is what yeah. it is. You know, things change. It's the way it goes. And uh, I feel like we talked a decent bit about the Jays. You know, it's a team that is absolutely on fire. That is above 500 now. The Baltimore Orioles. Damn, Orioles on a 10-game winning streak. Who would have thought? That might pass the Jays soon. They're two games behind. They are a wagon. The Baltimore Orioles are an absolute wagon. What is going on in Baltimore? The days of Chris Davis. They, <laughs> they like I have no words. Like this is literally zero to a hundred. Like last <laughs> year, they had guys like Matt Harvey going on the mound, Mister. Oh, yeah. And I don't even know that guy fell off the face of the earth and found his way back on the Baltimore Orioles. And oh, Thomas, credit. Don't look things up. I want to test. I want to test both of you guys. Name at least two Orioles starters that are currently on the roster. Uh, Sammy currently. Watkins, or because I can't, Wat- <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> Something. Wait, Watkins. Dean Creamer. Dean Creamer. Kramer. I know that yeah, because Kramer, he, has a, yeah, yeah. he has a funny last name. That's yeah. why. Oh my God. That's why I, I know that. Pulled those out of nowhere. <laughs> Dean Creamer. There's, there's other and Jorge guys. Lopez. Oh, he's Lopez. the closer. He's the closer. I know. Okay. I don't have other guys, that. but like. <laughs> yeah, who? literally. Who? Who? I know, and it's but, like weird. Like Seti. Like Cedric Mullins isn't having a great year. Like he's doing he's all right. Seti like hasn't been that good. Mount Castle, he's been pretty solid for him. Like Austin Hayes two, it's just, it's is the real deal. Oh, Austin it's Hayes has been crazy this year. Adley hasn't even been that great. No, he's been hot. Ever since he got called up, they they've been destroying. Yeah, That's it's true. like His... I don't get how they're doing it, but they're doing it. You gotta give credit to their coaching, man. Their managing's been they're been awesome. Their young guns have been playing out. Like, gotta give them credit. I don't get it. I the G, the Jays need some of that mojo because we yeah. have more talent on a piece of We're toilet way paper more talent. from Vlad way more talent. than that entire team, and uh-huh. they're still winning more games than us. So makes hey, no don't sense. Don't disrespect Adley right uh, like that. When he since he's been called <laughs> up, they have like the seventh best record. Like I know, find like only the Yankees at, like and like the top dog teams. It's well, makes no sense. This game might be close to over because I see Sergio yeah. Romo warming up at the bullpen. So. Oh God! Just wrap up. Just, well, I mean, might Banda change the channel. Is back out for the ninth, so you never. He know. is, and he just struck out the first guy he faced. Beautiful. I haven't even <laughs> seen a pitch yet. What? How are you this far ahead of me? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I'm going to now. Okay. All right. One other Check team that game. we have to address is the uh, Seattle Mariners, who now. Who were five games under 500 now five games above 500 after a nice 10 game winning streak which included sweeping the jays which is always which, fun by the way ruining my okay. parlays every single four day, days in a row four, four days, days in a row of <laughs> ruining my parlays <laughs> four days in a row four days of hell. my dollar 50 on four my days parlays of ending work at eight someone. o'clock and losing yep. my freaking parlays to the seattle mariners yep it was uh, Can I just so, say we didn't thanks, deserve to yeah. lose that last game like, nope. that is the unluckiest the Jays have ever. God said, no, you can't win this baseball game today. Vladdy like, literally ripped his glove. How do you do that? 
Like that's the second time that's happened this year. He needs yeah, I know. I haven't he seen that in gloves. like ten years. I know. It happened it's twice insane. in a year. It's insanity how unlucky this this TJ's team has been this year. I know. Like, man, oh man. That's all right. Uh, I think I don't the, get all, it. the all-star break is going to be good for the club. I think it's going to be a nice oh, break oh, for yeah. everyone on the team. And then once the once the second half starts, it's all gas, no breaks. So uh, I'm That's, excited for the second half. I'm very excited too, honestly. I don't even Speaking know what's going on in the West. Like, <laughs> I've been so Speaking, of the stuff, Speaking of the all-star game, do you guys think there's any uh, any all-star snubs that should be recognized or that should have been put in the game? Like I. I feel like there's many that could have been talked about, but do you guys have any in particular? Um, I'm trying to think here. As I'm trying to remember all the all-star starters right now. At least now. mentioned closer. Like, Ty I know Altuve was always going to win that. Ty, Ty France, France too. Yeah. Ty France Ty has been a beast. He definitely should have been on there for sure. I know. Had an all-star like, season. Laddie, I love Laddie, but he does not deserve to be the first baseman, starting first baseman this year. He doesn't deserve yeah. it. I love Vlad, but like he's had a decent season, but it's not like the Vlad season from last year. Yeah, I think he should still be an All Star, but I, I, yeah. I agree, definitely not the starter. Definitely not the, the, the weirdest. The weirdest was seeing Bo as like the leading shortstop for like majority of the time. Until, yeah, like, just you know, Tim the Anderson. very end. Yeah, like just Tim Anderson. Like he's better than Tim Anderson this year. I'm sorry. Yeah, like Tim Anderson. I'm not. Really I'm not a big Tim Anderson. I think he's the most overrated. No, I think. I think Xander. He's Xander is probably the best shortstop in the AL right now. He is. Hundred percent. Xander's Correa. been on a. Correa, eh? I, I get Correa's it. Xander. Been kinda... Correa Correa hasn't been, been the best this year. Yeah, he's been okay, he's just, but he's been all right. He's been his power right. heading hasn't really been there, and. All right, power. Yeah, power numbers haven't been there, but he's also not dumping everything over the porch in, in Houston. He's playing in Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, but Manoa, our boy, being an all-star starter, which is huge. That's huge. He's had an insane year. He has cooled off over his past five starts, but it's okay. Like I wouldn't even call it that. He's still pitching excellent. It's just yeah. He's pitching excellent. It's just, you know, everyone can't be perfect every start. Like his bad starts aren't even bad. Like, yeah, exactly. No run support. You know, a couple of bad pitches here and there, but overall still executing very well. And if you're calling those bad starts, then, man, he's he's incredible. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, one thing I kind of want to talk about right now is uh, who your guys' you know, favorite bets right now are or favorite – like who you think, like, has the best chance of winning MVP in both leagues right now. Because I think in the NL, it's kind of a bit of a runaway. I think Goldschmidt right now. It's, Home run for the Royals. 3 1. Oh, what? You're ahead of me. This isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry to ruin it for you, buddy. I just thought whoever Eaton is just have a terrible fly yeah. ball. Who is this? Isn't even Who is good this? Ad, this isn't even Adam Eaton. What yeah. Eaton is this? This guy looks like he's two years old. And this guy <laughs> just built that pitch off Bandit. Yeah. There it goes. All right. There we go. Finally. Home run. We better be right. tying this game up in the ninth inning, or I will be disgruntled. Speaking of yeah. weird home runs at the Rogers Center, that home run by Vladdy last night, by oh, the way. Yeah, that, looks exactly the like his that was a Vlad How? senior home run, if I've ever seen a Vlad senior yeah, home run. That was that was really side a by side. It was perfect. I know. Like, that oh that was God. beautiful. I'm not gonna lie. That just shows, you know, how talented Vlad is. Oh Vlad. But uh strength. 
who who are your guys' top picks for MVP right now in both leagues? We'll do MVP Cy Young. It is halfway through the season pretty much. So our halfway, I guess, rankings for that. Um, so for the AL, for MVP, you know, I got to take the obvious pick and pick Aaron Judge just because what he's doing right now is absolutely absurd. He's on pace for about 65, 66 home runs. I think he just hit one tonight as well for number 33, I believe. So having that before the All-Star break is spectacular. And, you know, to hit for an average like that, you know, being his size – it's like it's unbelievable. His strike zone is huge too. Like that is just yeah. insane when you think about it. And he's not mm-hmm. even strike like he normally strikes out at a way higher rate than he yeah, has. Yeah, his strikeouts are way down. They're almost half. He's, like he's not walking as much as he usually does, but that's okay because he's hitting like he's thirty hitting the ball nukes. Ball for, yeah, he's hitting thirty nukes. One guy I think that's kind of sneaking up. If he didn't get injured, I feel like he'd be right next to him. Is Jordan because Jordan has Jordan is a Jordan's always been a crazy hitter. Yeah. He's he's always been a crazy hitter, but this season he's kind of even turned it up to a higher level, which to is kind of crazy. Level. And if mm-hmm. you look at his if you look at his career stats, he's been elite ever since he's came into the league. Oh, I know. He's, he's he's shown signs of being one of the best left-handed has, hitters in baseball. He's He uh, has one of the highest OPSs in the American League. Uh, OPS is 100 points higher than Aaron Judge, which says a lot right insane. there. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan, you know, he's been an excellent talent this year. He's at a he's at an incredible rate the way he's going. So and it's all about who can stay healthy in the second half, who's gonna tear it up, who's gonna who's gonna yeah. slump, you know. Both guys are you know, you can't keep this pace up forever. So there's definitely gonna be some room for change, but we'll see what happens the second half of the year. It should be exciting and uh it's gonna be a great year for baseball fans. I, I really hope he can come back soon. And I hope he can come back and mash the ball the same way that he was mashing it before because he does have the hand injuries, and that can be tough as a hitter, especially. Like, you, you know how that can be, Murchie. You're, you're a baseball player. Like, yeah. how is you it like – You need your hands to hit, man. That's it's oh, yeah. the worst pain to have, honestly. Just finger injuries, hand injuries, wrists. Like, you need those hands. You need those parts of your body the most when it comes to hitting. So, you know, it's going to yeah. be a tough bounce back for him. But if he recovers properly, I uh, – I have no doubt in him that he's gonna he's gonna tear it up this year and come back stronger than ever and just be the player he always was. So it'll yeah. be exciting for the second half of the year. I have I have no worries for him to be honest. Yeah, I think once Jordan gets back, it's it's it should be good for him. I, I think honestly, Judge might slow down a bit. I think because the Yankees are on yeah. ridiculous pace right now. Mm-hmm. I think they might have a I think slow down. Hot hot take. Yeah, I feel like the Yankees are gonna fall off a cliff. Like they're not gonna completely fall off a cliff, but. They're not going to continue at the same pace they're going at. There's they no can't. way. It's and if they oh god, Scott Barlow's up. Future Jay, hopefully. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, Here we go. Showcase. Game over. Game over. Atkins showcase. Unless we yep. can hear. No, no, no. What we do. No, no, no. Here we go. If the Jays just get hits off him, that lowers his value. Yep. That is some good letters. Trade deadline right here. I important for the trade deadline. <laughs> don't really see it happening though. But whatever. But yeah. Kind of moving towards the NL now. It it's actually kind of heated up the race a little bit, you know. Uh, Bryce Harper, he's kind of been on he's been on a mission over the past bit. He's turned it up. Well, he had a, a bad start to the year, but he's kind of he's turned it up recently. Yeah, yeah, I know, which but, is unfortunate for him. Freddie Freeman, he's starting to heat up as well. He's actually leading the NL in hits. Freddie Freeman has been super under the radar this year oh, for. Yeah. For going over to the Dodgers, you know, for what's actually happened. You know, his power numbers aren't exactly up there, but 
Yeah, um, but he, you know, he's his still power contributing power a June, lot. He hit eight homers in June, which was literally he only had two homers going in the June. I'm pretty going sure going into June, exactly. Yeah, so he's started to heat it up a lot as of late. But I feel the clear cut candidate right now has been called Paul Goldschmidt, which is kind of crazy in his age 34 year. Yeah. Put up the numbers that he's been putting up. My favorite player, three thirty three average, one thousand OPS, nineteen homers, sixty seven RBIs. The guy he's only struck out on twenty percent of his at bats as well, which is kind of crazy. Like he's having a fantastic season. I, uh, I really it's a great year. Him and him and Arenado too. Arenado was on fire to start the season. You know, it was looking oh, yeah. like. Them two are going to battle it out for MVP to start the first quarter of the season. Aaron Even Manny Machado cool as well. Manny Machado. Machado has he to, got in. He Machado's has to be, in be there. up there. As that well. guy, he's been incredible. He is one of the sole reasons the why that. He's one of the sole reasons why that Padres team has been That's so point. good without a Tatis. Without Tatis, like yeah, he is literally one of the, you don't have Tatis, so you have to have Machado if you want to have success. And that and Padres has been good too. That Padres team is going to be scary once Tatis comes back. And I feel like it's yeah. not going to be like last year. I feel like this team is kind of different than last year. Like, you can That's say what you want. You can, you can say what you want, but, like, this Padres team has proven something with playing this good without Tatis and being right in the race for the top spot in the 100% in their division. Their heading's been off the charts. Their starting pitching's been excellent. Like, if they – and getting Tatis back, like they're they might be unstoppable. Like them and them and the Mets, I think, are gonna be the two coming out of the, the NL for sure. Cause they uh with the way things are going with the Padres, you know, getting their star player back, one of the best players in this game. Um, it's gonna be a fun year to watch the second half. And if they can play to their full potential, then watch out for them. You know, Thomas, uh I was just taking a look at. I was on MLB.com here. I was. I was gonna. I took a look at the standings and I was. I clicked on the Dodgers randomly, and uh, you know, I figured out what I'm gonna get you for your birthday, um, because upcoming we have a Cody Bellinger bobblehead day at Dodger Stadium in the next couple weeks, and <laughs> I think Cody Bellinger would fit in perfectly on a uh, podcast setup. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, I, you, my friend. I, I, I get. You love him, right there. Who who doesn't love Cody you Bellinger? Love who doesn't love Bellinger? The baseballs don't like Cody Bellinger, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It literally looks like he has his tongue out in the picture too. It's really <laughs> weird. That guy on just the is. Head. That guy is baked out of his mind twenty four seven. Isn't that time? He does there have is his not a t- There's a, not a time where that guy does not look stoned. I'm not like it. It's impossible. Twenty four seven. He always looks cooked. Like he has. Always. He has like. He has, he's perma fried. That's what it is. He's perma fried. Calvin Biggio is coming off the bench for Espinal. Wow. That's that's an interesting call right there. That is an interesting a, move. Charlie Josh would have Schneider. never. Let's just say that. Charlie would have never. I guess they're just trying to gun for home run. That's. I think it's just, gun for, no, that's lefty. The lefty matchup. Yeah, the lefty on righty is going to be. Yeah. It's going to benefit the Jays, hopefully. But I don't know if I Especially agree. Especially has got that movement coming across. Right? That's, that's yeah, I think Barlow's just going to feed him with change-ups now and see if he can get Biggio oh, to bite. But... Out, so... yeah, I think but... it's just the pitching coach here. Evan, oh, who's, Sorry. No. who do you have as your favorite to come out as MVP out of the NL? 
Honestly, Goldschmidt. It's been my favorite think... player since back in his Arizona days. I think I think he's gonna keep pushing it. As you long as so? he keeps pushing it for my fantasy team, that'd be great. <laughs> he's been tearing it up in my uh, in my one fantasy team. Goldie's always been my favorite player, and uh, outside of the Jays, obviously. Um, and man, if he was a Jay, I'd buy that jersey no matter what the price was. But anyway, that's never gonna happen, I don't think, unless he's like forty-four and a coach. But um, <laughs> love Paul Goldschmidt. I think uh, I, I, one I think guy, one guy to keep on the radar is Pete Alonso. He's having his best season. As of I, yet. I was trying to pick a guy on the Mets, but I was just like, they've just had kind of an all-around pretty good year so far. Very good year, yeah. In kind of a weird division too, like. But the Braves are coming yeah. up fast, man. Speaking of the Braves, slowly getting back there. Speaking Acuna of the Braves, yeah, they're there. really good, and another dark horse on that team. You know, Austin I Riley. maybe not an Austin Riley, maybe not an MVP candidate, really? but that guy, he's like in third base. That guy could have been easily the biggest All Star snub I've ever seen. Because wait, is he not an All Star? Okay, yeah, he's wait, he's not an no, All Star. Wait, no, what? He's, Who'd they send? He, second, he's second in hits as third baseman. He leads oh, third baseman in RBIs. Oh. I got to mix Second up because I thought Machado runs. was a shortstop for some reason. Like, this guy's been on it. Sure, his average has <laughs> been up there, and his, but his numbers are still there, you know, hitting the long ball, producing runs. Like, I just don't see where he doesn't fit in with that group. And Yeah, uh, he's 100% going to be reserved, but he probably deserved to be a starter, too, to be honest. 100%. Yeah, and see, then – What are your, your guys' opinions with, like, pitchers in the MVP conversation? Eh, it's because like I, I don't think anybody like, has the season, but like it's kind of like goalies with the heart trophy. That's the way I see yeah, it. Yeah, like, right. Like the only way you're winning, you have to have the only way you're winning an MVP, you have to like have a next level season. That's the way I see it. Mm, like, I don't think anyone's having that this year. Like even someone like McClanahan, who's having an insane year, I don't see him being the MVP. Oh no, 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 no. Even though McClanahan has been absolutely crazy. Like he's leading the be the Siam for sure. He, he's crazy. 110 innings pitched, 147 Ks, 10 and three, 171 ERA, 0.80 whip. That's insane. Yeah. It's, the Jays just he's, lose. Yeah. Oh, well, I have no idea. My double play of Biggio. Oh, yeah, just for the boy Snyder. Eh. Whatever. Win one, you lose one. That's fine. Hey, let's it is. for Cy Young's. We're only. We're only yeah, days away from the Orioles passing us. The NL in the Cy Young race, Sandy Alcantara. That guy yeah. has been off the charts. I think he runs away with it. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think anybody's close. No one's touching him now. Like, the direction he's going in, if he keeps even at a half the pace he's going at, I think he still easily wins it. Like, every start he's been going, it's minimum seven innings, 10 Ks. Like, and, the guy's and watch, been untouchable. Watch out for Miami this trade deadline they're only two games under from 500 right now their pitching is there their offense is iffy they watch them they could make a couple moves they could make a couple moves and they could be a low-key sleeper for a playoff spot i have a lot of faith in that team i feel like that team is very underrated a lot they got to improve the bullpen a little bit and they have to improve their hitting but they can do that they can do that they have prospects in their prospect pool that <laughs> they, they have can to trade. improve all three aspects of the game <laughs> <laughs> only 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 two of the three, okay? Only two of the three. But still, mm. they, they have some good young guys there, too, like Jazz Chisholm. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. an all-star starter this year. 
And he's been pretty decent. He started off the year extremely hot. He's kind of cooled down, but he's still a stud. And Jorge Soler, I think he's been all right this year. But other than that, I can't really name any other notable it's offensive players. It's on. so weird Soler is on that team, by the way, right? I like, it's, that's yeah. not, that's, it's not just me. That is that is not a place I thought he was going to go. Let's just say that. He's been all right this year. He's He's been no, Jorge he has, Soler. He's, he's been Jorge yeah. Soler. I know what you mean, though, Thomas. They got a they got a good young core, and I think I think they got to give them some time, a few years at least, just because they're super young and not really that well experienced, kind of like the Blue Jays. But once they figure it out and get some age and get some more reps and more meaningful games, I think they'll be right there with them with the best. So, oh yeah, yeah, they got 100%. definitely got a brave future. And I, they can be a dark horse. Watch, they could be a dark horse. I'm saying it now. I'm saying it now. Watch out for them in the second half of the season. Watch out for them. They're not taking the division. It's not happening. But no, no. but that 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 NL East division, which is usually one of the worst in baseball, is actually one of the best in baseball this season. It's been fantastic kind of this season, yeah. Like that division is usually terrible, but this season it's turned it up. And the only division I'd say is better is honestly the AL East, because the AL East is just a bloodbath. The AL East now I mean, with Baltimore so being gross. That's literally the only division where a team is not under five hundred. Which is kind of crazy, actually, when you think about it. It's it's Which also unreal. crazy because the Rays are there. Like the Rays haven't had a great like, other than McClanahan, they have had so many injuries. It's surprised they're still hanging. Oh, yeah. like, it's I like give, every I, year with the Rays. They get the, they're, they have such good management. They have such oh, good coaches. Like the way the that they're able to maneuver with that limited salary cap and trading away a player who did amazing after the next season like they always do that they always trade someone who's having a great season Meadows this year. Trade. yeah and watch McClan. oh my if McClan gets traded after this season i'm i'm gonna be Meadows, so the, guy, the guy who's tearing it up this year i can't even remember his name he hit like five home runs against the jays oh um, isaac Paredes. yeah they got oh, Paredes. They yeah got for yeah, austin meadows who's hit two home yeah. runs this year for the tigers yeah. yeah and austin meadows hasn't done anything in detroit he's tigers, been terrible way, i thought we we're gonna be better I can't believe he's how been bad rotting. Been. Yeah, I can't Bobby believe Bias how has been absolute shambles this year. Oh, he is horrible. Oh my God, my fantasy I... team, one of my fantasy teams, is in second last place purely because Hoppy Baez strikes <laughs> out every second at bat. Every at bat he strikes out. I want to see what his numbers look like. I know they're terrible. I know he had, I know he had an under two hundred average for a while. Oh, it's above two hundred. Out of boy, two eighteen. Oh, like two. He's beating. He's not beating Biggio still. Guaranteed he's not beating Biggio. That's uh, Javi has been so overrated for the past like three or four seasons. Oh, he hasn't, ever since he know, ever since bank. he won that ring. I know he's not been the same. He really he hasn't play defense that well. He makes cool plays, but he's still not even that great. Oh, it's like Tatis on defense. Like he makes an occasional good play. He makes the easy ones look hard and the hard ones look easy sometimes. It just doesn't make any sense. Honestly, to be yeah. fair, a lot of shortstop nowadays aren't as defensively sound as they used to be. No, I yep. agree. Well, I now see that Jose Iglesias is going by the wayside and going into the latter, well, the, the the Colorado Rockies era of his career, which is a dark time for Jose Iglesias. It's a dark um, time for any shortstop, honestly. Honestly. Being a, sh- being a shortstop in Colorado. Oh, too low. Far too low. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, the day the day of shortstops being stellar defenders has gone out the wayside. I think the game is changing. All the boomers are mad about it, but Haram what can you do? Best one left. 
Honestly. The best defensive one? Yeah. Outside of Iglesias, I mean. Yeah. Crawford's decent. Crawford's still really fielder. good. He's just getting up there in age, but he's still got those hands. I mean, Trevor Story is in that conversation until he moved to second base. Oh, wait, no, Cole, Cole, Cole. I'm not talking Brandon Crawford. I'm talking JP. Oh, you're talking JP. JP is – yeah, I like JP a lot, actually. He's he's really good with the stick and his – you know, his hands His hands are really good, but he's going to get better as a shortstop, too. He's really young, but oh, I really sure. like him as a player. Pena's good out in Houston, too. Yeah, that guy may win rookie of the year. And uh, tend this pot off, guys. I kind of want to do one sleeper team that you think might break out after this trade deadline. They could make some big moves or they could just heat up. What's one sleeper team that you got that you think is going to break out? Mm. They're not a sleeper team. I I guess, but uh, I want to say the Cleveland Guardians. Just, you know, they've been a really good team all year, a pretty solid team, but, you know, they're really trying, they're really putting themselves on the map this year. And I think, you know, the first half of the season has shown that with all their bright spots. You know, they've had some injuries too. And the second half of the season, they have a little bit of a softer schedule. So who knows with that, uh, the end of the year push, you know, all those young guys fighting for something they've always wanted. I think it could really happen. And let's see if they're going to be buyers or sellers at the deadline. I'm not really sure because they're in like the middle of the pack. But I think one thing that they need for that to happen is Fran Mill Reyes to turn it up because he has been terrible this season. They need Fran Mill to step it up again. They need that. And they need a little more reassurance in the back end of their rotation because they have Shane Beer, they have Tristan McKenzie. But after that, there isn't really that much more left there, to be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. But Tristan McKenzie and Shane Beaver have both been exceptional this season. Like, every time they're on there, it gives them a huge chance to win. I, yeah. I can see Cleveland, especially with that really weak division. Like, they're not that yeah. far behind from the Twins anyways. They're only four and a half oh, games behind right now. Win that. Easily win that. And I, think, and I think the Twins are going to fall off a cliff because I, I, their pitching has somehow been a top 10 rotation this year with Dylan Bundy. And a bunch of other guys where you look Joe at Ryan. Joe Ryan, Joe, yeah, like Joe guys who have been Archer, amazing this season. And you're like, how? It's like a gang of misfits. Like I can easily Rogers. see. Yeah. Standing bullpen arm there. But. Another team you could argue is, and they need to fire their manager for this to happen, but the Chicago White Sox. Oh, yeah. That team yes. on paper should be stuff. fantastic. It should be a top five team in baseball, I think, anyways. Like, they are so good on paper, and they just keep disappointing year after year, it feels like. And To be fair, we should have seen a little bit of regression with them this year, especially after losing Rodon. Yeah, yeah that was definitely their biggest bonehead move. Oh. I don't know why they didn't try to keep Rodon. So. Yeah, you need to keep that guy. That guy is... I get he's dealt with injuries, but he was amazing last season, and he's been amazing this season for the Giants, too. Throw He's been crazy for the left side. Like, why don't you want that? Like, what what makes you think? And what good comes out best, of letting him go? The best slider in baseball right now, too. Nobody fans on a yeah. slider more than, than people Rodon. who face Rodon. Like, I mm-hmm. think he's like forty percent of people when he throws that slider is a strike. Like forty percent of the time. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's it gives flashbacks to Robbie Ray from last year, just from when he was at his peak and throwing that slider to righties. That fastball slider combo, it was, it looks just like him. 
And Rodon's like doing even better, which is insane. Yeah. But another, I already mentioned Miami. Like, I think Miami will be, you know, a big sleeper yeah, team to watch out for. I think Miami has a lot of potential. Another sleeper team I'm trying to look at right now. Oh, you go. Two more names that I want to mention. I got one you NL, go. one AL. And, go for, go for I mean, for NL, they're doing well. But I think they're a sleeper because they have a lot more to still prove and I think are going to run away with their division. Uh, and that's the Atlanta Atlanta Braves. They're still setting in second place right now. Ozzy Albies is coming back in August. And that team, Acuna is starting to heat up. Olsen's been really good. Their pitching's yep. been doing really well. I think that with the Mets having ran that division so far this year, the Atlanta Braves are just going to come up this uh, after the All-Star break and just fly past him for the rest of the year. Honestly. I don't know. DeGrom, like that. is DeGrom coming back this season? He's coming back this season, he right? Is. They haven't even played yeah. with DeGrom this season. But I think I think the Mets are going to falter compared to the Braves. That's fair. I could definitely see that happening too. I think the pedigree of the Braves as well. They got that championship mentality already. They, they got yeah. that built in. And they, the they heated up are... earlier than last season, which says a lot. Yeah. I love the Mets think... coming out, though. That, those What's... two pitchers, DeGrom and Scherzer, that's like two oh, free yeah, wins every nasty. time they go out there. That, yeah. that is that's the best nasty. duo in baseball. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is that easily is the best pit, two-headed pitcher monster in baseball. Not even – like, it – can it's be close, close, but, it's but not close. really. Like Manoa and Gosman are top five, maybe. Yeah. I would say Tristan right? McKenzie like, and Shane Bieber are right behind them this season. Tristan yeah, McKenzie is an interesting choice. Bieber, definitely. Tristan McKenzie is crazy. Look at his stats. He's been crazy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Dude, Tristan McKenzie has been a really good arm. He has been crazy this year, and he's been so under the radar, which is why, you know, like – Cleveland has been in the place that they are. One of the biggest reasons. But who's your AL pick, Evan? I'm going to be that guy. I think with the trade deadline, Jays. Jays? I think they I can turn so. this around, man. I, think, I 100% think so, too. I think Rays are going to keep having injury troubles, and eventually they're going to, their luck is going to peter out a little bit, although I know they're still going to be there because they're pesky and it's Tropicana. I think the Red Sox, sorry, Dalton. Um, are also going to run out of steam. They've been kind of up and down throughout this year. I'm not um, high in them at all. I'm really not. I don't. High I don't. Got, I don't think they got their pitching. pitching to do it. They yeah. They don't. They need. They need to upgrade their pitching. They, they just got Chris Sale back, and, and, and that's they, not an upgrade. Thing is, they they didn't do it last year, so they're not going to do it nope. this year. They're nope. not going to do it this year. If they didn't do it last year when they were top of the division, they they're not fourth. doing it this year. Simple. No, nope. they finished fourth in this division. Yep. Um. And Baltimore, I'm sorry. Even with your 10-game winning streak, this isn't continuing. We all know <laughs> it. This is, yeah. Unless you somehow pull off a miracle season and you just continue to win games ridiculously. I don't know. They, they are showing no this mercy. This is a great side for the future. This is a great side for the future. I love it. But if you take a look at the teams you guys have beat, it's not insane. <laughs> it's it's still crazy well, on this run, but these like, these, mm-hmm. these next couple of series will show us what Baltimore's really made of. They get to face the Rays, then the Yankees, then the Rays. So that'll be an interesting nine game stretch right there from. The we Jays could easily see a nine game losing streak. Which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing that the Jays haven't played the Orioles yet. But still. <laughs> 
Yeah, still. Baltimore terrifies me as a Jays fan. I won't lie. I feel like they always I mean, play us really well. Yeah. Who in the we only doesn't terrify you ever? Ever. That is literally. true. They're all trap all games. The- they are. They terrify me. I hate playing in the AL East. I wish. I hate playing Yankee Stadium. I hate playing Boston again. Sorry, Dalton. Um, I hate. <laughs> I hate playing Tropicana and, and Tampa because stupid Kevin Cash. I hate him. Oh, Although hate now he doesn't Kevin have Cash. his friend Charlie Montoyo on his side, feeding him information. So hopefully that that's true. Um, <laughs> That'll help. And I don't want to go to. I don't want to go to Camden because it looks ugly now. Like they, that is true. Ever since they did yeah, that, change the arena that, well, or change yeah, the that, stadium, it looks oh, terrible. That wall they did in left so field, like, what is that? I know. And I it's Baltimore, it. and it feels like a trap game every time. So please take me out of the AL East. I don't care. It's such a trap. I'll watch 10 p.m. games every night. Take me to the AL West. Just <laughs> become the Vancouver Blue Jays. I don't care. <laughs> me I mean, the Mariners are practically the Vancouver Blue Jays whenever they play in Seattle. I mean, true. But I'd true. rather much rather play Houston and Oakland and who's the – oh, uh, I guess LA. The Mariners, Texas, yeah. Like, it's – oh. That division is terrible. Yeah, it's just the Astros and the Mariners, and that's it. And occasionally Shohei Otani. Not the Angels, yeah. Shohei Otani. Yeah, and his friend Mike Trout. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Mike Trout a little bit here. One last question to end this off on: Do we think that the Angels can get it together? Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and say no, just (laughs) because of their track history and injuries. They just can't stay healthy ever. Like, I feel the worst for Anthony Rendon because that man used to be my favorite player. You know, when he won the chip in 2019 with the Nationals, like he was one of the best hitters in baseball. And, you know, he's just – he had those back issues, just been hurt ever since. You know, he's getting up there in age. So, I feel for the guy. It's just that guy's supposed to be a big piece in that lineup. Never really panned out. But that's just kind of the – like the – the story of the Angels just, you know, good players fall into injuries, haven't really been the same since. And it kind of just seems like it's a repeating cycle. So it's they just can't really seem to get it together. And I don't it's so I don't weird. think it's gonna be a long time before they blow it up and just start fresh because right. I think that's what they need. It's so tough because we wanted them we talked about this even in the off season, like we wanted them to just go out and snag everyone because it's LA and this is the time to do it. And they didn't do it. And so now we were saying like leading up that this trade line deadline has to be the deadline. They go for it. But even if they go for it, a, I don't think they're going to go all in because it's LA and they don't really have much to trade anyways, from what I've heard of seen anyway, at least. And two, they need so many pieces. It's not even worth it. I know. Like, they need, they need bullpen. They need a starter. They need a third baseman. They need a catcher. I think I can't remember who the catcher is, but I'm saying the catcher. Um, they basically need every position besides center field. Every position and... except for center and right field and ace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and occasional. No, wait. The first baseman, Jared Walsh. Jared Walsh Jared is Walsh. good too. And it, like. it's just crazy because we saw what this team is like when they actually put it together and they're playing good baseball because they were at that top of that division for a while before they just completely self-destructed. And it's just, I feel so bad for Mike Trout. Mike Trout is never going to see the playoffs again. He will never see a playoff game. Has he? He hasn't even seen the playoffs yet. Yeah, and he never will. He's played played in one playoff game and they lost. It was a long-term game. Yeah, just one playoff game. I feel so bad for Trout. 
best player in baseball, but yeah. literally cannot make the playoffs. No, My final question to wrap up the pod. Is Bradley Zimmer better hitter than the nine-hole hitter for the Angels right now? Who is that? I don't even know who that would be. But uh, no. would, would they take Bradley Zimmer and take it as a W if we gave them them him at the They day? would take Bradley Zimmer, 100%. Like, is that their new starting left fielder? Like, it could like, be. Bradley Zimmer. Taylor Walls had a good start to the year. Bradley Zimmer is the ugliest guy I've ever seen in my life. Like, who cares about <laughs> – he is the ugliest dude. Have you seen him? So true. So he, true. He, he is horrible he has... looking. He looks like Curious <laughs> George. Respectfully, he's terrible. He's terrible. Sorry, he has terrible looks, and he's also terrible. He's yeah, just, he can't. He's a good outfielder, he, but he can't hit. He couldn't hit a beach ball. Oh yeah, like Helen Keller has more of a chance to hit a ball at the plate. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> you know, sure. That's not what I would have gone for personally, but you know, Thomas. I like your analogy there, Thomas. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Professional. But uh, <laughs> I think I think we're pretty much good here on the pod. We covered a decent bit of stuff here. Anything else you guys want to cover? I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we covered a lot of topics. It was, oh, it yeah. was great That's talk good. chatting with you guys. Oh, yeah. So make sure. Wait, 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 wait. Home run derby pick. Quickly. Who? Albert, Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols. I'm also taking Pujols. Give me Corey Seager. It's, it's Pujols time, baby. Uh, Pujols time. Pujols. I'd love time. to, but I think he's going to be out of breath after one minute. <laughs> Maybe. That's why Maybe. you have timeouts. Yeah. <laughs> now he's got the raw power still. He can do it. He's got oh, he the raw does. Power. He's got the. Power I, sure. I want to see Pujols win. It would be. It would be. Oh, awesome. be electric. That'd be electric. The stadium would be buzzing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm taking Pujols. And, uh, yeah, we're wrapping this up. So make sure you check us out on all platforms. We're mostly just Spotify, Apple Music. We'll have this up soon. Uh, make sure you check out. We got a lot of articles coming out. Me and Lucas, we got our power rankings. We're going to have a bunch of other stuff coming out, too. Make sure you check it out on the intermission.com. Check us out on Instagram. I think we have TikTok, uh, YouTube. We got a lot of content up on the intermission. And uh, have a great day, everyone. Take care.